It is a new day at the Smart Art Show podcast, which means new opportunities, new levels, new energy, and new winnings. Do you desire to create a life of purpose and significance? Learn the secrets and practical strategies to lead an effective, productive, and happy life with Chidi. Chidi Gabriel is a thought leader and a mind development coach. He is also an author and the founder of Mercurius Mind, and he is the host of this show. He trained under some of the world-class leading coaches like Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, Brendan Burchard, John Maxwell, and many more. He has helped many organizations, entrepreneurs, businesses, and individuals to attain unimaginable heights, both in their businesses and personal lives through his innovative tools and creative philosophies. So friends, you are in the right place. And it is time for you to overcome what has limited others and to thrive and live the life of your dream. So ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Chidi Gabriel. Hey friends, welcome to the 41st episode on the Smarter Show podcast. My name is Chidi Gabriel, your host, and with me here is Nsei Ekbewo. She's a lawyer and an entrepreneur. She runs chains of businesses, including the Mo Black Events, you know, a well-known company for their creative event planning and designs. And guys, a few days ago, Nsei was with us on the show. And she was able to share great wisdom and practical strategies about value proposition and how you can turn your business, how you can turn your ideas into a business. And I promised you guys that I'm going to bring her again for part two of this topic. And here we are again today. So it is an honor to have Unse on the show with us today. Guys, if you haven't listened to the part one of this episode, Trust me, you need to pause this right now and go and listen to it. There is so much value and wisdom that Nse shared with us on that episode. So without wasting much time, I'm going to jump straight right into the question. When it comes to turning ideas into business, into profitable business, you know, people hear that a lot. And I've seen people with tons and tons of ideas, you know, but at the end of the day, they end up not executing any of it. So is there like, you know, a, a simple strategy or simple step-by-step, you know, that you can share with us that can help someone to turn an idea into a profitable business? Uh. Okay, so that's a very interesting question. <laughs> and I have a story for that one. <laughs> I think I have a story for everything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when I was like a teenager, I... Uh, I had this friend, he was of another faith, and I'm a Christian, so I was trying to share with him uh, about uh, God and everything. So he said he could never change his religion, and I was like, why? And he said, because in their religion, their holy book shows them everything, all the processes, like when to sleep, when to wake up, brush their teeth, what to do, everything listed out like that for them. You know, so at that point, I I was actually like lost for words. So I just left. But I kept thinking in my mind, I was like, God, I mean, I've never seen it like in the Bible where it shows us exactly what to do, how to do it exactly like that and everything. So I, as my 
as my usual way was, I'll go and talk to God about it, but he didn't say anything back to me then. But a few years later, uh, I when I was really like thinking about this buying and selling, and uh, I sat down and I was like, God, if you could just show me like in the Bible where I can actually do business step by step, you know, I think it would be very easy for people, uh, for us Christians to be in business and things like that. But there's no way in the Bible where I, I just see it like that, you know, and then God now answered me. I mean, I guess it was the right time for him to tell me, you know, what I needed to know. So uh, that's what I want to use to answer this question right now. So the scripture is the uh, second Kings chapter four, verse one to seven. It's just a story of a widow who uh, had lost her husband. Her husband was a prophet and then she was owing a lot of money. They, her creditors were even going to come and take away her son. So she was in a lot of financial problems. So she met Elisha and she was like, hey, I'm sure you, you used to know my husband. He was a son of a prophet and all of that. Right now, I am in financial need. I need help. That my creditors are even about to take my son. So the first thing Elisha says to her was, uh, what do you have in your house? So she went home and I used to say that uh, it wasn't just all she had in her house. I mean, she had a jar, but she identified with the oil. She was like, I have a jar of oil. She could have said, I have a jar. I have the clothes I'm wearing on. I have any of, I mean, I have my sons have the clothes they are wearing on. But she said, I have the oil of jar. She identified the productivity. She identified a profit-making thing in the house. So the first thing you should do, you have a million ideas, you have a thousand ideas, you have so many ideas that come to you from yourself, from outside. You should, first of all, sit down and identify a, the, one of the ideas that is profitable. Identify the profit-making idea, an idea that is scalable, something you can sell, something that people would buy from you. So that was the first thing she did. She identified something that she could sell. So the next thing was Elisha told her, go in and, you know, and get other jars from around. So she went into her community. She didn't like travel 10,000 miles. She went to her community to get the jars. So she identified her target audience. Okay, so that's another thing you need to do when you have an idea. The next thing is to identify your target market. So if you are advertising like based on Facebook or Instagram, usually you might want to customize your ads. You know, don't just like allow Facebook or Instagram to just run ads for you. Customize it. If you want to customize it, you find out that they'll ask you what age bracket, what location. So it is best practice to always pick the location around you, a location that your services, I mean, that where you are, that you can offer services around you. So I live in Silver Spring, Maryland. So if I go on Facebook to advertise on Instagram, I'm going to pick Silver Spring, Maryland, before I start going into maybe Virginia, DC, but I am not going to go pick Florida because I'm not going to offer my services from here to someone in Florida. It's going to grow to that. But right now, I'm going to start with my target audience. 
So she went straight into her target audience and then she did something. She went from door to door knocking. I also used to say, I don't think she went as she knocked on the door and she was like, hey, let me have that job right now. You're on the clock. Hurry up. Elisha sent me. I don't have time for this. Hurry up. Give me the job. I don't think she said all of that. Yeah. She stayed there. And then, of course, she was like, hi, so how is everything? How's the family? You know, she started, she greeted, she talked. And then she told her story. She must have said, oh, this is what I'm going through. This is what is going on. This is how I got to this point. This is why I am here. And that is a very fundamental thing in business. You should have the ability to tell your story. Storytelling is very powerful. So you have an idea. You have identified your target audience or your target market. Then now you cultivate the habit of storytelling. How do you tell your story? People identify or are moved more with a story. Let me give you an example. Like now, if I just come and say, I have... Um, I have black wood tables for sale, okay? Or I could come and say, you know what? When I was a child just growing up, I went into a classroom for the first time and then I saw this very beautiful black table and I knew I just had to sit by that table, but I was very nervous. I didn't know how I was going to get there. This was the first time in the classroom and I just stood there. I was just, my whole gaze was fixed on the table. And then my the teacher walked up to me and said, hello. Immediately she said that I felt I felt welcomed in the, in the space. And then she told me, hey, are you new here? And I was like, yes, I am. And she was like, okay, do you have somewhere you want to sit or do you, do you want me to take you to a seat? And because I was so shy, all I could do was point to the table. And then she said, okay, do you want me to walk you to the table? And I was like, I shook my head very timidly and then she held my hand. And right then I just knew that this woman was an angel that God has sent to answer my prayers. And then she kept me by that table. And indeed this table was everything that I thought it would be. It was welcoming, it was comfortable. I fell in love immediately. Now, 20 years later, I just had to sell black tables. If I told you, you are captivated, you're going to sit down and listen to the end of what I'm trying to say, you know? So that is an art. You have to be able to tell your story. You have to tell your story and link it to your idea. If you just go out and just dish out an idea just like that, you're just trying to like make a sale, you most likely would not make that sale. But when you can, you can develop and learn the art of storytelling, most likely you're going to make the sale because people are engrossed and captured by a story, a good story. So she had a story. She had a backstory. So that's what she did. She stood there and she told her story. She didn't just barge in and say, let me have the jazz. She stood there and she shared her story. Then she did something. In business, we call it uh, copywriting. She closed the deal. Okay, so she didn't just tell the story and walk off. She got the jobs at the end of the day. Now, uh, there's this mentor I have, Dean Grayosi, and his first book I read, there's something he said that was very, I don't know, it really caught my attention. He said, sales is, our sales are emotional, not logical. You know, and then there's this example that came to my head that 
if you want to buy a bag, okay, what is a bag for? It's just to contain your stuff, right? Just for you to put in things in the bag, your personal belongings and all of that. But you wouldn't go to a store and buy a paper bag or a brown bag. You would go to a store, a high-end store, and buy a Prada or a Gucci bag of $2,000. Instead of walking into a grocery store and buying a grocery bag for 50 cents. Why? Because the Prada company is painting to you a picture of, you know, if you see an advert with a Prada bag, you always see the lady looking like, you know, she has made it. She's an entrepreneur, this kind of boss girl, girl on the move. She's well-made and everything. She's beautiful. She's classy. She's chic. All of that is appealing to your emotion. So when you see that bag, you feel if I buy that bag, I'm just going to look like that girl. I'm going to look chic. I'm going to look classy. You know, so it's emotional. So this lady, this widow, after she told her story, she closed, she did her closure. She must have sold, she must have done a, uh, she must have done a very wonderful job for them to go in and say, you know what, take the jazz. Okay. So now in, in your business, one way you can do this is always tell people what to do. After you've told your story, tell people what next to do. So if you have told your story, you can say, now click here to buy this product. Or you can say, click on the, click on the link in the bio. Or you say, subscribe here. Or fill in your email or something of that nature. Always have to, you always have to direct people or what next to do. So if she had just told a wonderful, beautiful story, told people what she went through, and then she just walked away, they would have just said, Oh, this is such a sad story. But she now closed the deal by telling them exactly what she wanted them to do. Give me the jazz. So they went in there and they gave her the jazz. Okay, and then she left. But then there was something else. She had identified exactly the people that needed the oil. Because if you went, she went, if she had gone to your house and she found out you didn't have any jars, you don't use oil, she would know, okay, this particular house, they don't use oil. You know, she just made mental note to herself or mark the X marked spot. I won't go here to sell my oil. So she identified by going around the exact houses that was gonna need that oil. So that way she, she had defined her avatar, her, her, her perfect client, her perfect customer. They call it the customer avatar in business. Okay, so she knew exactly. So that is another thing you need to do. You have to define who your customer avatar is. Who are you selling to? It is said in business that if you advertise to the whole world, you're advertising to nobody. So you have to advertise to a particular person. So if I come to your site or interact with your business, I will already know who are the kind of people that you are selling to. Some people always say, oh, if I do that, nobody else will come and buy. That's not true. When you do that, people will know exactly what you stand for and they would come and buy. You know, so and then you should try not to send mixed messages. Okay, let me say your product is for, like now I do luxury events. And then let me say I do luxury events for mostly Black American, African. And then uh, for a certain age group, maybe like 25 to like 34, 44. 
And then you come to my site and you see 12 year olds. All the pictures I'm using to do my adverts are pictures of, of, of teenagers or 12 year olds. You get confused what exactly I'm selling. Okay, so you have to be able to identify your customer avatar so that whatever you're advertising, whatever you're doing, you're speaking directly to them. Now in business, one way you can do that, you know, like literally like what she did is, and you said it a lot. I don't know if you have seen it, but I'm sure you have. You say business send you out a questionnaire, okay, or a survey. Yeah. And they could link it up with, you know what, if you fill the survey, you get a $10 uh, coupon or a $10 Starbucks uh, card to go get coffee or something just to entice you to fill it or uh, to fill the survey or uh, take the survey or fill the form. Now, in that form, they could ask you questions like, um, like now if I'm like a business coach, I would ask you questions like, where do you have problems in your business? And then you will now write, oh, I have a lot of people that come to my store, but nobody makes any purchase. Or I will write something like, you know what? People actually put a lot of uh, items, my items in their cards, but they never just like cash out. You know, I'll write all those problems and I'll submit to you. And then I'll take my $10 gift card and I've gone off. Then I would now pick up that questionnaire and write up my, uh, my copywriting my story, I will say something like, if you are struggling to get clients to buy or purchase your items, I have an answer for you. Click here, register for this webinar, register for this course. And you that have that problem, once you see that, it's like it's speaking directly to you and you are moved to go and register for my course. So I've got, I gave you $10, but now I'm going to get $1,000 because you're going to register for that course because it is speaking directly to you. So she identified the widow in the story, identified who exactly needs the home. So when she went back into the market uh, marketplace, she went directly to those people. Maybe she even did home delivery. She knew exactly the doors to go and knock on. Do you need oil? Because she knows they need oil. They use oil. So, you know, these were steps that you can, uh, you can use or she used to build her business. These were steps that she used to move her idea of, you know what? I just have, I, I just have oil. I know it to sell its oil. You understand? And then she moved it through these steps and built a business where everybody knew her as the oil woman. So if you needed oil, you just go straight to her and you get your oil. So if you put in the steps into your business, you will move your business from just a simple idea to, you know, a profitable business with time. Wow. <laughs> wow. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. And so this is, this is, this is mind blowing. You know, I've, I'm taking my notes here and it seems like, you know, I still have a lot to learn. I'm a coach myself, you know, a mind development coach and I walk people through so many things, but the values that I'm getting from this interview is something that I know that my audience is definitely enjoying this, not just enjoying it, but it is adding so much value in their lives, you know, because not everybody would take their time to, 
like break it down the way you do, you know, bring it to our normal living, the things that are related to us normally. Some people might come and use some words that you haven't even heard before and some explanations of things that seems like they are far-fetched, but the way you, you know, broke everything down and, you know, that's, that's very, that's very powerful. You know, guys, I hope you guys are catching all this and I hope you guys are enjoying this because this is, this is gold mine right here. So if you want to turn your ideas into a profitable business, first of all, identify if that idea is a profit making idea, then start to, you know, identify your target audience. Be very good with storytelling. Storytelling is powerful. Like you heard, you heard her say, she said, storytelling is an art. So it's something that you have to learn. So, and, you know, learn about closing the deal, not just about telling a wonderful story and that's it. And always know where to direct people after everything, know when to get people into the thing. So identify your niche, your prospects, your avatar, and know the message that you will craft that is, you know, unique to each of them. That is the only way that your ideas can be turned into a profitable business. You know, this is, this is great. So, you know, my next question, you know, you already touched so many things that relate to that question, but I'm going to ask it anyway, in case you have one or two nuggets that you can give us. So coming to someone who is just starting a business and, you know, they are looking for ways because everybody now knows it's, you know, is a, a very popular thing that ideas brings people to you, that if you want your business to be you know, um, flourishing. You have to know how to bring more values, add more values to people. So someone that is just starting a business, you know, briefly, can you tell us, are there ways, you know, that they can be able to bring more value? Is there any advice that you can give them that will, okay, this, do this and do this, this will add more value to your business and will turn your business into a great venture? Okay, I just have one advice, just the one thing. For me, it is education. Learn, 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 and learn, and learn, and learn. Educate yourself. Invest in yourself. You are your most valuable player when it comes to your business. Never stop education. Never stop learning. If be the, Learn until you are more than the best in your craft or in your field. Just keep learning. That is my one advice. Learn every day, every time with every opportunity and don't ever stop investing in learning. Wow. To me, that's one advice. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very simple advice, but it's very powerful because is. learning is, is something that once you stop doing it, you definitely stop growing. So, and once you stop growing, you start dying. So when you want to talk about bringing value into your business and you are a starter, you need to continue learning. Like, I, I don't see any day that I don't want to learn new thing. Whether, you know, I deal with, I deal so much with uh, psychology, mm -hmm. philosophies and working with people on mindset and all that. And I know what it means for someone to 
have a fixed mindset because you have been taught one thing and you think that's 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 just it there's no mm-hmm. more, nothing yeah. to learn anymore just like i told you about you know bishop td jake's quotes at the beginning of this interview that people you know they miss the opportunities innovative opportunities because they don't give up on you know being traditional they just want to remain with the status quo they just want to be blending nobody is craving for a difference nobody wants to be themselves because the truth of the matter is making a difference in life is not just about trying to do something extraordinary it's just like trying to discover who you are and become that person yeah nobody can be you so once you become your own person that's the difference that we are talking about so i say i am very very honored and i am very happy that you shared this great great values with us i know this will help my audience a lot and we appreciate you for this and before we let you go i know your time is very valuable um i know some of the, the things you gave us is just a tip of the iceberg you know <laughs> from, from where all this thing is coming from i know there's many much you know much more so in case my audience wants to connect with you in terms of other things to learn more about this to get some more advice and coaching on this and even you know concerning your business they want to you know do have an event plan a wedding and all those kind of things which i know you're very you know very great at so where they where can they find you okay so uh i am uh i am on uh instagram that is uh where I am very vibrant in social media is, is on Instagram. So my business page is more black events. If you just type that in, in Instagram, you would see me there. And then I have a personal page, but I am starting a new personal page because of how I'm trying to restructure my business. So my new uh, page is instant apparel you just go to instant apparel and you'll see me there it, i just started that page like a few days ago so it's, it's pretty new but yeah you can find me there and you can find me um in more black events you can also visit the website it's uh, moreblackevents.com and i also have a business as an online store it's called more gifts it's actually on sd so you can also go there so yeah, pretty much you can always send me a DM in any of this and uh, any of my platforms on Instagram or my pages on Instagram and I would definitely connect with you. All right. Thank you so much. So guys, all thank this, you, I, you. I will put it in the description box so that, you know, you guys will get hold of it. Uh, thank you again for hanging out with us today. And thank you guys again for hanging out with us. I hanging out with us. I hope that you guys gained a lot, just like I did. And the main thing about th- stuff like this is putting them into practice and going to know more. And once you do that, you will see yourself becoming that version of yourself that you've always wanted. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. And I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. If you like this podcast, please share it with your family and friends and make sure you rate us. Always know and remember this. Significance can't be ignored. Thank you.